You already know the fun of King's Island. Blue ice cream for lunch, catching your breath between screams on the beast. But this summer at King's Island, this is 50. Don't miss their 50th anniversary celebration all summer long with new shows, new food, and new fun. It's King's Island's biggest summer yet. And now through August 14th, King's Island is turning up the excitement with a daily 50 years of fun street party. It features dancers, music, and more, commemorating the last 50 years. Make plans today at visitkingsisland.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and the Exxon is a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you every night from 11 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right around the world on great networks such as the Talkstar Radio Network, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Radio X, the Sirius Digital Broadcast Network, Wi-Fi Network, and man, we are growing 26 years and going strong. If you'd like to find out more about us, visit us online. Our website is exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV. And now you can check us out on the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net, as well as all the other great shows that we have for you 24-7, 365. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Patty Henry. And Patty is a psychotherapist who has been in private practice for 30 years. She began her career working in psychiatric hospitals, working with women. Soon she realized her female patients were mostly complaining about their husbands. So she decided to see the husbands in sessions as well. Much to her surprise, the, uh, the men were in even more need of healing than their wives. That doesn't surprise me for some reason. Uh, that's when Patty began researching men's issues wrote her landmark book, which has just been updated, Exxon Nation. You ready for this? The Emotionally Unavailable Man, a blueprint for healing. And she's been working to heal emotionally shut down and unavailable unavailability ever since. Her website, www.patty-henry.com. That's P-A-T-T-I-Henry, H-E-N-R-Y.com. And welcome back to the Exxon, Patty. Thank you so much, Rob. Glad to be here. You know, I, I concur with you 100% because as, as you know, you and I discussed this last time, I was in law enforcement and, you know, I saw the same thing as you did and I'm so happy that there are professionals like yourself who are, you know, who are working at it and, you know, the men need help. You know, you go into a family crisis uh, where there was, uh, you know, uh, a child distraught. You get a 911 call. You get there, a family disturbance. And here you'd have the the mother and the children cowered in a corner as yeah. this guy is just yelling at them and calling them every name under the sun. Yes. And my God. Yes. <sighs> I, I, I don't understand it, but I'm glad you're there doing what you do. 
Well, thank you so much. I really believe we have to heal men to heal the world. We've done a great job of empowering women, mm -hmm. but we also have to empower men with genuine power, not just raging yeah. energy. I, 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 is it possible that we need to take the power or take power away from men so they don't feel... Now, I'm not talking about every man. Please, don't get me wrong, guys. But in some guys, you know, the power goes right to their head. And they think, well, I do this, I do that, you do this. You know, and I learned a long time ago, hey, the ladies of the house do a lot. They raise the children. They, they are the nurturers. They are the people who take care of the men who abuse them, for goodness sake. Well, I don't think of that as authentic power. I think authentic power is a much more mature mm -hmm. power uh, where men have tools in order to communicate what's going on with them better than just raging. Is it possible that the problem or part of the problem is that men don't know how to express themselves? Absolutely. My observations have been that we teach our little boys mm -hmm. on purpose to cut off from their emotional development. I mean, think about what you were told, Rob, when you were growing up about tears. I what was told, told? I, well, you're, you're, I'm a bad example because I was told it was always all right to cry. That's pretty unusual, mm -hmm. but it's wonderful because usually men tell me that they were taught big boys don't cry, to suck it up, to be a man, um, and really, they shut down that emotional development that they have. Well, I've got to tell you this as we go to the break. That was not how I was brought up. I was brought up that it's okay to cry. You can make mistakes, but learn from your mistakes. And if you're going to be successful, there are going to be pitfalls. You're going to make mistakes because a mistake is, um, a, mistake is a lesson towards success. We'll be back on the other side of this break with my very special guest this hour, Patty Henry. She's a psychotherapist, and uh, her website is patty-henry.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. 
www.thebibleshop.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. Patty Henry is our special guest this hour, www.patti-henry. She is a psychotherapist who has been in private practice for over 30 years now. Um, she is also the, the author of a fascinating book, The Emotionally Unavailable Man, A Blueprint for Healing. And, uh, Patty, before we went to the break, we just started to get into some uh, the conversation. I told you about my experiences with anger in men and families while I was in the police force. Uh, my own personal up. Bringing, we were told it's okay to cry. It's okay to show your uh, your emotions, and, and and I think that's what makes you wonderful because a lot of boys are taught the exact opposite that they have to stuff that in, or somehow they're a sissy or a girl or just really an embarrassment to the family. Is they're it often a, told just suck it up and don't cry. Well, is it, is it an embarrassment to the family or is it an embarrassment to the mother and father's ego? Because, you know, uh, the, the most aggressive people that I came across, not only as a child, but even in law enforcement, were people who were sports fanatics, whose, whose kids had to be in, in this and they had to do that. They had to be better than the next guy. They had to be aggressive on the ice in order to be noticed. They had to be aggressive on the on the tennis court uh, or on the basketball court. And and I think that this is all wrong. You know, that's yeah. not the object of the game. Right. Well, I think that you're absolutely right. The parents' egos are involved. Mm. And also, I think there's a reason for that. I really believe that there is a universal wound that everybody gets growing up. Some people get a lot of it and some people get a little bit of it. But the universal wound says, I'm not good enough. I'm not something enough. I'm not lovable enough. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not smart enough. I'm pretty enough or rich enough. You know, whatever those messages are, we all come from this imperfect childhood that gives the message to the child, there's something not quite enough about you. And I think our parents have that too. Wow. Their parents have that too. So it's, it's a intergenerational wound that gets passed on. And so sometimes it manifests itself as the parents telling the little boy to shut down that emotional stuff. The other thing I found is some mm-hmm. people are afraid if their boys don't toughen up that they'll turn into gay people. 
You got to be and, kidding. No, no. There's a lot <laughs> of fear about if I don't have a very strong six-year-old boy that doesn't cry, yeah. that he will grow up to be gay. And um, I don't believe that's Neither how I. our sexuality works. No. But um, I do think there's a lot of fear about that, that teaches little mm -hmm. boys to shut down their emotional development because of it, because of that fear. Well, as I was taught by my parents, I taught our children, it's okay to show your feelings. It's okay to express your love. It's okay to give dad a hug. It's okay to give mom a hug. You know, show your feelings. If you're hurt, cry. If something is bothering you, talk to us. You know, if, and, and they, in turn, are teaching the same thing to their children. Mm -hmm. That's great. That uh, That's what we want more of in the world. That's why I love you yeah. and appreciate what you're doing. Uh, because really, if little children, like if you have two two-year-olds, mm -hmm. one little boy and one little girl, yeah. they both have all of their emotions available to yep. them. If they're happy, you know it. If mm -hmm. they're upset, you know it. Sure. If they're scared, you know it. And then somewhere between the ages of two and ten, little boys often get told they're not allowed to have that part of themselves. Oh, my gosh. And so, you know, if a little boy's emotional development shut down at six years old or eight years old or ten years old because they've been shamed mm -hmm. about their emotions, yeah. and then they grow up and get married, I often hear from the wife, oh, my gosh, he's just like a child. He thinks like a child. He acts like a child. Yep. And I'm like, well, yeah, he got shut down when he was six years old. You know, Patty, a number of years ago, I was the program director at 610 CKB, uh, CKTB in St. Catharines. And one of our hosts was six. So as the program director and the executive producer, it was my job to kind of fill in. So I was doing the afternoon talk show, and it was hunting season. Wow. And on the way to the studio... Uh, a number of cars passed me with reindeers strutted on their cars, you know, as trophies. So I decided that I would use this topic as my afternoon call-in topic. And I basically said, you know what? Anybody who goes out in the forest and kills an animal with a rifle is just using the gun as an extension of his penis. Ah, yeah. Well, I bet you got a lot of call-ins. I got tons of call-ins, and the women were saying, you know what, you're right. Yeah. You know, they have to have a gun to show to prove they're a man. They have to kill a little animal to prove they're a man. And my gosh, it just went ballistic. Like, yeah. and I, I can't understand that. I really can't. Well, you know, again, if a child is shut down... Mm -hmm. Our bodies grow up, but the emotional development can stay quite young. And so that having to, the macho, having to prove how wonderful, how you know strong I am, mm -hmm. it's pretty young emotionally. And so, you know, that's why I get those complaints from so many women that sure. say, you know, my husband just is like, I mean, I have two kids, but it feels like I have three kids. But what happens in the case where 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 mom goes out and decides to buy her her son all these different uh, macho warrior figures, you know, uh, uh, the superheroes, the X Men, who are rather you know burlesque guys, and and the children use their little imagination worlds, and instead of playing cowboys and Indians, now they're playing X Men and the Wolverine and. And this or that. What effect does this have on the child in later years when it comes to his family? Because he's put into a world, well, not put into a world, let me rephrase that. He plays in a world where he's supposed to be strong, where he's supposed to be the macho. And well, it, there is a developmental stage mm -hmm. that has to happen for children. And it's usually about age five, age six. That's the height of superheroes right where they're really figuring out good and bad you know and the good guy has to win mm -hmm. and the bad guy always loses that's pretty normal okay. uh, five and six year old behavior and you know when 
a child is raised to shut down their emotional self and their family might be chaotic. Like when you were in law enforcement and you would go in and see men screaming and yelling and that's traumatizing for the child. So sometimes a child will get stuck at that superhero level and go into um, kind of a fantasy, an altered reality. And they comfort themselves by, you know, going into that reality. Sometimes they go into gaming and their their superheroes got to win. And they're looking for some kind of escape from feeling emotionally unsafe in their family. And if that continues, that pattern where they're really not safe to have their emotional self, mm -hmm. a lot of times what, that's the beginning of an addiction. And so that's why it's so important for children, especially boys. And mm -hmm. it's not just boys or girls as well that are shut down emotionally, but that they're allowed to feel their whole range of feelings and that it is safe enough for that to happen. Let me ask you uh, something. What, what is the definition of um, emotionally unavailable man? How would you describe him? Well, somebody that was cut off from knowing what they're feeling to be able to feel it mm -hmm. or express it or even label it. Some of my clients that I work with, they'll get all choked up about something and I'll say, what are you feeling? And they will tell me a thought. Well, I'm feeling that um, I really wish I didn't come here today because now I'm, you know, being upset. I said, well, that's a thought. I just want one word. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling? And sometimes they will really connect to sadness. And then the tears will come. Aww. An emotionally unavailable person really doesn't have that connection. They're more um, sort of like the news, a news reporter. I had one man not too long ago who came in and told me very cut and dry that his uh, four-year-old was killed by a drunk driver and that uh, he took over and he, and he was very newspaper-like, very, very uh, rigid with no emotions at all, completely disconnected from his emotional self. And my job was to help him get connected to the tears that are appropriate sure. because sure. his child um, was killed by a drunk driver. So, Okay, is it true that emotionally unavailable men often turn to pornography that leads to a sexual addiction? Like, why did they turn to pornography in the first place? Well, again, if the home is chaotic or there's no, you know, when they're growing up or uh -huh. there's no safety in a space for the child to actually be who they are and have the experience that they're having, then they will look for some way to comfort themselves. And nowadays, pornography is, you know, on your phone. It's it carry it with you all the time. And so... Boys are exposed to that very early on, and that can be a source of comfort for them to go and, and you know, see these amazing pictures and videos and everything and get sexually aroused and masturbate. So they have some sort of release, some sort of relief from the anxiety that they feel inside. So... That's one way they get hooked into sexual addiction pretty early on is as living at home, a young person looking for comfort somewhere. Another thing that happens with sexual addiction is when a child is raised in a home, this is a big topic, but um, what we call emotionally incested. And emotional incest is when the parenting gets mixed up. In a healthy relationship, it's my job as the parent to take care of the emotional needs of my child. Right. With emotional incest, it's backwards. Oh, my it's gosh. It's a child's job to take care of my emotional needs. So that happens a lot of times if a woman is married to a man who's not available for her, who's not emotionally available because he's shut down really young. And so she's not getting her emotional needs met she often will turn to a child to get her emotional needs met. 
And that becomes her primary relationship. So when that happens, whenever I see emotional incest Mm -hmm. in an adult man, I suspect there's probably some sexual acting out, whether it's with pornography or prostitutes or topless bars or, you know, any number of bookstores and things like that. I start to look for that if I know that he's had sort of that overbonded relationship with his mom. Stand by, Patty. You and I have to take our break for the news at the bottom of the hour. Exxon Nation, our guest this hour is Patty Henry. P-A-T-T-I-Henry.com is her website, and her book is entitled The Emotionally Unavailable Man, A Blueprint for Healing. And Patty and I will be back on the other side of this news break to further discuss this very important topic here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. 
Exonation, Patty Henry is our guest for this hour. She's the author of The Emotionally Unavailable Man, A Blueprint for Healing. And her website is patty-henry.com. Patty, we, we were talking about the uh, emotionally incest. Emotional incest? Emotional incest, yes. Okay. Does this also work in the later years of a person's uh, life? Let's say, for example, mom and dad have been married for 40, 50 years. Uh, and one of the children start to take over the the father's role because, you know, is it because that the father, uh, is it because of the age or is it because the the son doesn't think that the father has the ability anymore to take care of mother's needs, both emotionally as well as, you know, playing the part of the man of the house. Right. I think that's different than emotional incest. Okay. Um, emotional incest really happens when the child is young Mm -hmm. and the parent becomes their friend. Uh, They pour their whole life into the child. Sometimes uh, I had one client whose dad was a frustrated baseball player. And so when he had a son, he was so excited and he started playing ball with him very, very early on. And at six years old, the dad bought a batting cage for the son to play, to practice every day. Hmm. And the dad made him practice every day batting. And the kid didn't have the ability to say no at, you know, at six years old and seven and, and he would not want to do it. And his dad would say, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Well, the Son never became a professional ball player, but he did have enormous amount of problems in relationship with a partner because he learned that to be loved means that you have to disappear. You have to do what the other person wants you to do, which is not love at all. But he learned in order to get his dad's approval, he just had to stuff in his resistance and, you know, do the batting cages every day for years. And so then he meets someone Mm -hmm. and that person wants to connect with them. And there's a resistance to that because there's the feeling of, oh, if I love you and you love me, then I have to go away the genuine, authentic me. So this is where the underground stuff starts happening. You know, it could be any kind of addiction, but sexual addiction is just really out of control in our country and in the world. So there's a lot of that that happens, or it might become workaholism Mm -hmm. or some other way to not be emotionally connected to their partner because they feel like I can't hold on to myself that way. But if a mother is involved with a, an emotional incest with one of her children because of the father's inability to provide the emotional and other needs to the mother, why doesn't she just leave the father? Why does she, why does she continue to damage her child? Oh, thank you for saying that. Nobody does it on purpose. Nobody is aware of doing it. They're not saying, oh, I'm going to damage my child at all. I mean, it's just really uh, unconscious um, behavior. But but if a parent is thinking this way and they're getting closer to their children in, in what would be considered an unhealthy way, you know, why doesn't somebody do something about it? You know, can't, doesn't the parent have the ability to see the damage that they're starting to cause? Usually not. No, I really I... think it's an unconscious thing. People would, I believe, would not hurt their children if they knew that it would hurt their children. I agree. I have um, somebody that I work with now. The father is definitely emotionally incesting the child, and his primary relationship is with the child mm-hmm. because he doesn't have a good relationship with the wife, and he sleeps with him every night. Oh, my and- God. Yeah, he's eight years old. and um, Sounds like so, Elvis Presley and his mother. Yes. <laughs> There's probably was um, some emotional incest yeah. going on there, for sure. And so, you know, this child doesn't stand a chance with, and, you know, 
the mom is the one that came into mm -hmm. therapy. And where I am right now is hoping to bring the husband in, the father that's sleeping with the child. And because it sets up a triangle, the mom is becomes jealous of the child because the father has his primary relationship with the child. And so then she starts pulling away from the child yeah. and uh, that poor child. Well, well, any mother who would let their son sleep with the father has to be looked at as part of the problem. Absolutely. It is a system. It definitely is a system. I don't believe in mm. uh, when in any family that one person's a good guy and the other yeah. person's a bad guy. I mean, there's definitely, you know, pathology or wounding on both parts. And so my belief is that nobody really gets out of childhood without some wounding because we don't have perfect parents and we don't have a perfect school system and we don't have perfect coaches. And so, you know, we really, when we're younger, do the best we can, but there's wounding that happens and that universal wound of, oh, I'm not quite good enough. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong with me. And it takes people years to work out that that isn't even true. We live in a very fast-paced society. Society is, you know, and, and the media and the information that we are inundated with each and every minute of the day was not existent, Patty, when you and I were kids. I know. How, yeah. has, how has this technological spurt affected what you're doing? Well, definitely people have more anxiety. Mm-hmm. And um, I just read a study the other day that one half hour of spending time per week with nature will help reduce that anxiety a lot. And because so many people don't spend any time in nature, they're yeah. just the, I mean, I live in Houston, Texas, you know, 6 million people live here mm -hmm. and it's a definitely concrete city. So you have to be willing to go outside, even into your backyard, even into your gardens or out uh, into, you know, the forest areas in order to recharge and kind of turn down that technology. But, There's, you know, you, you go to restaurants and you watch mom and dad with three kids. They're, they've all got their smartphones out. They're right. all doing something different instead of communicating. Instead of connecting. Yeah. That's right. And um, I recommend to people that, you know, you leave the phones at home if you go yeah. out or everybody in our family. We put our phones in the middle of the table and whoever picks theirs up first has to pay for dinner. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so nobody picks it up because you know, <laughs> the, the rule really is we would rather talk to you sure. and have you be present here in you know, with the family. And yeah, technology is a way of, again, there's wonderful stuff about technology. Mm -hmm. You know, thank goodness that we can, you know, get online and find out what the weather's going to be tomorrow. I mean, there's just our research, anything. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. But the downside is that people are becoming less and less present. And so able to really connect and that connection has to happen in order for emotional availability to happen and people get their emotional needs met. What do you, um, well, let me ask you this. What is borderline personality disorder and, and how do you see it play out in relationships? Okay. Well, a lot of times, you know, there's a diagnosis called borderline personality disorder. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty severe diagnosis. A lot of wounding has happened to that person to get them to that diagnosis. I don't like the name of it because borderline suggests that the person doesn't have personality or something, but yeah. they are not borderline at all. They're very, very intense people. And what I have found is that that intensity came from abandonment in their childhood. So it's not unusual to have a woman that's really been abandoned in her childhood, either her dad was emotionally unavailable or he was a workaholic or he died when she was seven or there's some kind of major abandonment that happened, not just from the father, but often right. from the father. And 
that person is going to find an emotionally unavailable man that's probably been emotionally incested. So his pattern is stay away, stay away, you know, don't get too close to me. And her pattern is, oh my gosh, you're leaving me. And so then she gets into that wound that she has from her childhood. I call it the big black hole and Mm -hmm. then feels all that pain and suffering and panic that she's going to get left. So she would tend to cling to her partner and he's trying to get away because it taps into his wound of suffocation that happened while he was growing up. So the, so the more she wants him to stay, the more he wants to leave. Yes, exactly. And the more he wants to leave, Mm -hmm. the more panic she gets. And so in borderline personality, I, always have found that there's an abandonment issue with that person and a severe abandonment issue. Um, and you know, I just have a lot of compassion for her and I have compassion for him in that emotional incest situation as well. Not knowing that he could have boundaries, not Mm -hmm. knowing he can say, Hey, don't talk to me that way because with borderline personality, there's a, a huge intensity of emotions i call it hurricaning yeah and hurricaning is really when the emotions are so big and so intense that it truly overwhelms their husband so how does a woman first of all understand what the problem is with her husband and once the problem has been diagnosed how can she help the husband heal Well, um, I feel like our mission on the planet Mm -hmm. is to move from our woundedness and fear into our empowered adult self that is able to come from love. My work as a psychotherapist, I feel, is just to teach people how to love each other. A lot of times people will have been married 12 years and the love hasn't even started. 17 years, the love hasn't even started. They're still doing their patterns from their childhood back and forth. So I definitely think that therapy is a good thing. I think reading books is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I think trying to understand that our mission on the planet is to learn how to love. And so that's something I start teaching right away is how to stop hurricaning because it just scares the partner and it's not helpful at all. And I tell whoever the hurricaner is in the situation, whether it's the man or the woman, I tell them, you know, how would you treat somebody who is handicapped? Would Mm. you just go over and scream at them? You have to kind of think of your partner as wounded and needing desperately to love and be loved. All right, stand by, my friend. You and I have to take our final break. Thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, talking with us about this very important subject, Patty. Exonation, Patty Henry is our guest. She's the author of The Unemotionally uh, Unavailable Man, A Blueprint for Healing. Her website is www.patty, and that's P-A-T-T-I-Henry. Dot com And we'll both be back as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And it's true, Exxon Nation. All you need is love. Hi, everyone. Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on Internet streaming. Everybody has heard about Internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, 
cents. This product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Patty Henry's our guest. Uh, she is the author of the uh, uh, the emotionally unavailable man uh, blueprint for healing. Patty, we talked about you know uh, the mom and the healing, the understanding, and we talked about the information that is available on the internet. If a mom suspects that there is a problem by going on the internet, doing the research, and trying to help. The situation herself is she going to do more harm than good that's a very good question um it's hard to generalize about that because certainly mm-hmm. there's stuff on the internet that is very misleading yeah. and there's no research and um it's a dangerous way i think that um really if you know somebody that has been in therapy and you can ask them for a recommendation or you've seen they're really doing a lot of emotional growing, you know, to ask them, yeah. do you see someone and, and who is that? And there are a lot of good books out and I would also recommend those. 
because I think what you said at the end of the last break, Rob, was so important that all we need is yeah. love. I mean, I think that John Lennon had it oh, right. Oh, I agree. I use that metaphor all the time. Yes, I have a saying on my refrigerator that says every baby is born with the need to be loved mm -hmm. and never outgrows it. That's true. That and is so, so true. No matter how old we are, we still yeah. have that need for love and acceptance and to know that we are okay. So if we've shut down little boys at eight years old, they've now gotten married, mm -hmm. they have no emotional tools at all, and we've empowered women, the women are really being hard on their partners because we've empowered women. Yeah. I mean, women can work now. Women can support themselves. Women can support themselves and their children. Mm -hmm. I had a client a couple session where the wife just turned to the husband and she said, I know I need my refrigerator, but I don't know why I need you. Well, that's because the refrigerator can't wash windows, can't take out the garbage, can't cut the lawn, can't shovel the snow. <laughs> right, but it was so sad to me <laughs> that she would talk to her life partner yeah. that way. It's like, oh my gosh. But you know what I learned many years ago? And I learned this from one of my police academy instructors. There's mm -hmm. always three sides to the story. His side, yes. her side, and the truth. Absolutely, yes. And it is like yep. we've talked about a system. So one person's not the bad guy mm -hmm. and the other the good guy. But I do think women have less patience nowadays because they can. They can support themselves. And, you know, 50 years ago, women didn't work. And so they had to be careful uh, in their marriage. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, people really want more. They want to get their emotional needs met. And I think that's a reasonable goal in a marriage that both people get their emotional needs met. But if we've cut off the boy's development emotionally, yeah. they are still young. The good news is with emotional arrest, you can pick it up at any time and you can start you know, getting more mature emotionally in the process. So let me ask you this. Do women who are also suffering from the same emotionally unavail and unavailable woman, and I'm putting that yeah. in brackets, yeah. do, do they seek out pornography as well? Well, there are definitely, I wouldn't say uh, pornography, but mm -hmm. definitely multiple relationships, you know, serial relationships just looking for somebody to fill that hole that's inside of them. So a lot of promiscuity, mm -hmm. definitely sexual addiction. I don't really see it with porn. I see it more acting out, going to bars, picking up people. So why I, so, so why would a guy so why would why would a guy turn to porn instead of the same things that a woman would? And why wouldn't a woman turn to porn instead of being, you know, being addicted to sex. Well, I think that wounds are different. One is abandonment and one is suffocation. And so mm -hmm. one is this um, message that says you can't be who you are. You cannot have the emotions that you're having. You need to suck it up. Don't cry. What I was saying before about two little two-year-olds having right. their emotions okay. You know, five-year-olds, if a five-year-old little girl comes down and says, I'm afraid of the dark, daddy goes upstairs sure. with her, gives her a little teddy bear, comforts her. So, so, we're, sure. so we're talking about the patterning that happens in the youth. And yeah. what we're talking about today about the emotionally unavailable, either man or woman, is based on the child's youth. Absolutely, yes. One of the best reviews I ever got from my book mm -hmm. came from uh, somebody that was a lifer in prison. He was in and out of prison his entire life. And he wrote a review for all the other men in prison and said, you need to read this book because this woman seems to believe that what happened to us growing up is why we're here. But is, but, but is that the truth or is that them passing the buck and not taking responsibility for their own actions? Like, you know, it's easy to blame the parents for your failures instead of taking the responsibility and saying, you know what, I screwed up. Do you find that this is happening, that parents are being blamed for the failure 
of of the person, or in this case, the guy going to jail. It's not the parent who, you know, committed the crime. It was the guy. So how can we actually put that on the parents? Well, it's, again, developmental. You know how a baby has to turn over, and then they crawl, and then they stand mm-hmm. up, and then they walk eventually, yeah. and yeah. then they run. Well, it's the same emotionally. We have emotional development. So one of the stages is realizing something happened to me when I was growing up. You know, it did matter that my dad raged at me. It did matter that my mom emotionally incested me. It did. Oh, my gosh, that impacted me. The next step is doing grieving, grieving work about it. And the next step is really taking charge of your life. Right. Right. realizing that okay that happened to me Mm -hmm. but i'm this age and i'm in charge of my life now and i'm in charge of my decisions and so it's putting that subconscious stuff to rest and taking ownership of your own life and therefore the emotionally unavailable man can become available and the emotional unavailable woman can become available Sometimes people say to me, what about the emotionally unavailable women? I say, yes, yes, there are certainly women that have been taught the same lessons as men. My book is uh, written in two parts, one for the man and one for the woman. And so sometimes the woman relates more to the man's side of the book, and sometimes the man relates more to the woman's side of the book, and that's fine. But it's really, yes, there are absolutely little girls that have to be shut down or are told they have to shut down their tears as well. But I think it's really prominent with little boys. Do you think that do you this? Think that, do you think that this will change as society changes its culture when it comes to the to the relationship that men and women are now taking at the workplace in sociological circles and so on? It is changing because it used to be that men went to work and they had no need for emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. they had no need for emotional availability because they just were working with men but when women started coming into the workforce it's different because women have been encouraged to develop the emotional self and now they have a job as well so i do think it's changing we're definitely using workforce to um you know increase people's awareness of how it's impacting their coworkers. I definitely see that changing. And people are getting better and better at letting their children have the emotions they have instead of telling them, oh, that you shouldn't feel that. When people say that, oh, you shouldn't feel that, I say to them, but I am. Right. I am feeling this because emotions don't have to make sense. They just are what you're feeling so how much damage how much damage are we doing to the children because of the the lack of attention that mom and dad are giving and uh, you know just putting them in front of an xbox or letting them have a smartphone or an ipad and you know using using technology as the electronic babysitters yeah yes i don't know how that experiment is going to Mm -hmm unfold in 20 years from now. I do know I have a client who's 28 and he's married and he's an attorney. He's very successful financially and he's been a gamer addicted to games since he was about 10 and it's interfering with his marriage because she feels like, you know, your major relationship is with your computer Mm -hmm. and not with me. And so I do see it coming out that way. Listen, we've got about a minute left before we have to say so long. So what are your final thoughts for the worldwide audience of the Exxon? Well, I feel like we've talked a lot in generalities, and so it's hard to speak about such a big topic Mm -hmm. and, you know, make sense out of it. Um, But my bottom line is that we have to heal men to heal the world. And I also believe that we have to learn how to love each other in order to do the healing work. And that's what I teach my couples is how to actually use your energy to be a healing force for each other rather than a destructive force. Where can people get copies of your book, uh, Patty? Well, it's on Amazon. That's probably the fastest way. 
The new edition is green. Mm -hmm. The first edition was blue and the new one is green. I talk a lot about uh, addiction, sexual addiction. I also have added a section on Asperger's and All right, Patty, thank you so much for joining us. Looking forward to the next time you join us back here in the X-Zone. And if you'd like to get more information on Patty Henry X-Zone Nation, www.patty-henry.com. I am Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone. I'll be back on the other side of the news at in six and a half minutes' time. Whatever you do, do not go away. Check us out online at www.xzoneradiotv.com. And, of course, check out the X-Zone Broadcast Network at xzbn.net.